Welcome back to episode number 119 of the NP Dude. This is Jeff, the NP Dude, giving nurse practitioners a voice. That's everyone's voice that's out there listening right now. I want to hear from you. I want to know what's bugging you, because if it's bugging you, it better be bugging all of us. That's all i got to say about that. Mm. So email me, jeff at the npdude.com. That's the best way to get a hold of me. You can also catch me on Facebook, at the NP Dude is how you tag me. You can also search for the NP Dude. you got to put the the or else you won't get me rhymed and I didn't mean it to. The best way to get me is uh, either of those two methods, I guess. So you can get me in personally as well if you want to friend me and PM me, that's fine. But if you friend me, I want to see who you are and you better have something about nursing in your profile page or else I won't do it because I get friended by about a billion people a week now and some of them aren't uh, legit and they are weirdos. And so I don't want weirdos in my life. No time for weirdos. Housekeeping. We're at like, uh, I don't know, 11.50. You know, just under 11.50. We didn't make it. I wanted to, or uh, I'm sorry, 21.50. 11.50. We didn't make the 2200 by the end of the year. I thought we would. I kind of hope we do it would. But oh well, we got more goals. Though, so I got, I got 12 months. I want to hit 5,000, guys. But I need your help to do it. How do you help support the show? There's a couple great ways to do it. You do it by sharing and liking the show as much as possible. It lets people know that uh, it's important for you to do that. And if you are listening and they value your opinion, which I do, they um, they see that this is maybe worth their time as well. So that's one good option. The other way is to give a rating on iTunes or on Facebook. I'm on, on iTunes, guys. So you, if you're listening out there and you just kind of catch this for the first time, you can go and listen to uh, all my shows on iTunes for free. It's a free podcast. So you get what you get, though, right? So if it's free, you better not be screaming at me. You can scream at me. I don't care. So if you want to give me a rating, give me a less than stellar rating, please just give me a reason why so that I understand what the issue is. If it's something I could change, I'll try my best. I promise. The other thing you guys can do to help support the show is you can use my Amazon affiliate link, guys. It's a fantastic way to support the show. It doesn't cost you a penny more than what you already spend. You go to my website. You have to go to my website. You can't just go to Amazon and just expect it's going to happen. You go to my website, dnpdude.com. You click on the Amazon banner. It takes you to Amazon. Oh, boy, it's really icy. Oh, boy. Fast turn. Slowing down. There we go. Um... Go to the the banner that says Amazon, you click on it, it takes you to Amazon, you do the purchasing and shopping that you otherwise would have. Use all those gift cards you got for Christmas. Great time to use those up and uh, buy your stuff. Doesn't matter what it is. I don't care what you're buying. Kicks me at just a couple percentage. It helps pay for the the web hosting and uh, some of the other stuff. And that's a great way to do it. Another way you can support the show, two other ways real quick and then I'm going to move on. So I got some stuff I want to talk about. One is chronic intractable t-shirts. I don't make hardly any money on it. I mean, you know, a couple bucks, two bucks a shirt maybe. I don't know. It's pretty minimal. But if you want a chronic intractable t-shirt, you want to support the show by showing people in your community that um, that you like this guy, this wacky dude that's cruising through Ohio in his car talking on his phone, then uh, that's a great way to do it. You email me, jeff at the npdude.com. I need to know your name, your address that you want me to ship it to, and the size that you would like. They're men's sizes, so just so you're aware. So if you think it's a ladies medium and you order a medium, it may be a little bit bigger for you. So it's a men's size is what, what I'm doing. If you got something funky that you want, I don't care. Just let me know what it is and I'll see if I can get you a price on it. Okay? 
The last way you can help support the show, and then we're moving on, is uh, I am a licensed attorney in Ohio. I do contract for for review, uh, or contract review for people. So if you guys are in the Ohio area or in an adjoining state and working in Ohio, I can review your contract if you have a contract question. What I do is I review the contract. I mark it up physically with comments on it. I scan those comments, the whole thing, even if you have just an issue about like a non-compete or something. I mark up the entire contract. I send it back to you so that you understand all of the ramifications of your agreement. That's not what a lawyer typically would do for you. They'll answer the question you ask and they're going to charge you, you know, four, five, six hundred bucks to do it. I'm going to mark the whole darn thing up. You're going to know exactly where you stand with your agreement. That's a valuable service, in my opinion. I do it for just a small fee. I'm doing it for, uh, I'm not going to give you the number now because it's subject to change depending on how busy I get. So it's modest. It's less than half of those numbers, right? So, I mean, it's, it's a low, low number. What I do is I fax it back or scan it and email it back to you. We go through that contract together on the phone, comment by comment, so that you understand what you're doing with that agreement. So I'm doing this for two reasons. One is so you understand what your specific agreement is, and two is so that in the future when you contract again, which you're invariably going to be doing throughout your career, you'll be more educated to do so. So I'm working myself out of a job a little bit. That's okay. I'd rather have you guys know what the hell to do than me make a couple hundred bucks off something. Okay? So that's a great way to do it. All right, we're going to get into the meat of it today. First, we'll start with a legal question. And um, it wasn't specifically asked, but it was a comment on Facebook. And I was about, I had the, the, my sentence half written. And I deleted it because I'm like, I'm not getting in the middle of this one. I don't want to be, you know, this is going to be 300 comments of, of notifications. And I, you know, don't want to be going through that. So what's the comment? I'm terminating an employee. This is a, a provider that owns a practice or is a manager in a practice. I don't know what the specifics are for that, but they are the one that's obligated to actually say, you're fired. Okay? Should I do it in person and should I, or should I not do it in person? And then it turned into a billion opinions on how to fire an employee. And some of them weren't bad, but a lot of them were like, oh my good God, you're going to get yourself in trouble. Please don't do that. So I thought it was worthwhile. And the reason that I, I think it's worthwhile is from two fronts. One is, if you ever have to be the, the manager, because as an NP, there's a likelihood that you're going to be in charge of some people somewhere in your career. And you may have to go through this. The other reason is you may be the one on the chopping block in the future, and that might be worthwhile knowing what they can and can't do and things that you should really be kind of looking out for as an employee about to get terminated. So should you do it in person? Absolutely, you should do it in person. Somebody said you should have a witness. That was fantastic advice. You should absolutely have a witness. Before you get to the point where tomorrow I have to fire this person, that person better know exactly what they did wrong 30 to 60 days before they did whatever it was wrong. Now, in most states, and pretty much all of them that I know of. I don't know of any. California, maybe New York, are two weirdos. They're always weirdos with, with laws. Maybe those two are exceptions. But for the most part, most of the country is at will. In other words, I can look. I can just look at you and say, yeah, you're fired. Go ahead and pack up and get out today. Unless you have a contract. And then there might be ramifications. But that that's still subject to the contract. We're, we're talking just employees, not contract employees today. So I can look at anybody and say, yeah, I don't like the way your hair is parted. Get out. There's no real cause. Just go away. But there are ramifications still. 
even if you don't have a contract. So unemployment's one of them. So you pay insurance as an employer for unemployment. So if you have cause, you can terminate somebody and you don't have, they will not be able to claim unemployment. And so you have to ask yourself, is it really for cause or am I just, you know, submarine in this person because they're just kind of a D-bag and I don't like them and, and I want to get them out of here? Well, that might be cause enough, but you better document the snot out of it if you're worried about unemployment. Now, if you want to just say, you know what, go ahead and file unemployment. You know, I know it's hard out there right now. I'm not trying to be mean to you and I'm going to treat my unemployment as a severance type deal, then that's up to you. That's, that's depends on, you know, how bad this person was as an employee. If this person was, you know, blatantly a jerk and didn't do their job and you warned them and you've warned them and you've warned them and then you terminate them and you've got tons of documentation, you're not going to have any problems with any unemployment board that I know of. Now, you're going to want to check with your attorney in your state and see what the employment laws are. Make sure that I'm not full of crap because I could be. But in Ohio, that's not the way it is. As long as you got documentation of it and you fire them, you're good. They may appeal it. They're going to file for unemployment. You're going to deny it and say, nah, they were fired for cause. And then that person has like 30 days to appeal it. And if they appeal it, then then you basically have to just provide documentation that says, yeah, we gave them, you know, six months of, you know, attempts to try to correct their behavior. They never did it. We had to let them go. They kept screwing up. We told them over and over again, we'll help you. We want you to be a good employee. We like you. We want you to be good. Too late. You're fired. So that that's one thing you want to be aware of is that you could potentially have some unemployment consequences. Now, what does it do to your company? It increases your premiums. It's an insurance policy. So your policy, they look at how many people you lay off a year. And if you lay off a ton of people, then basically your, your unemployment premium for your insurance policy goes up. It's all state mandated too, so you kind of, by the short hairs, you can't shop a better deal. You're kind of screwed. So the idea is that you don't have, from a business standpoint, you don't want anybody filing unemployment to keep your unemployment insurance premiums low. That's the goal there, anyways, from a business standpoint. Now, maybe it's worth it, you know, it's still cheaper for your premium to go up than it is to pay out a severance package, or you want to take care of this person, and, you know, they were a decent employee, or something like that. Maybe it's worth it. I don't know. That's a business decision, and a morality decision, and that's up to you. The other thing I saw in there was, you know, you get your your witness. So why do we need a witness? Well, you need two people. You need a, an eyewitness that can attest that that no one said anything inappropriate, that there wasn't claims of sexual harassment, that there wasn't a hostile work environment claim. Plus, just from the standpoint of if there's a witness, typically people aren't going to be shitheads. So if they know that you've got a shithead, you're not going to start throwing things and then you can deny it and say, oh, it was he said, she said. No, it's two people's word against one. So usually they're on good behavior, and it's just the cleaner way to get them out of the office. The goal is to get them out of the office as soon as possible. And if you want, you can have it so that they leave now, and then they can come back, and you'll open the office up, you and your witness, and they can come back in and clean out their desk or get their personal effects later. You don't do the walk of shame down the hallway like you've got two security guards by the shoulders dragging them down the hallway to get their crap put their stuff in a box. That is not cool. That in and of itself can get you a hostile work claim. Right there. 
And it could be a defamation claim if somebody didn't do something that was illegal, like say they were stealing petty cash from the you know from the lockbox or something in the office, and then you had security come and drag them out. That maybe that's a, a legitimate thing because maybe they're dragging them to the police, and and that would be you better have damn good evidence because truth is defense of a defamation claim. So you better have perfect you know videotape evidence of them doing it. And it's still probably not cool. I wouldn't recommend doing that. So you do not usher people out of the office, you know, like, all right, let's just walk you out, you know, because we don't trust you that you're going to do something. That's That could be seen as a potential defamation. So do not do that. What you do is you ask them to come in early or you do it at the end of the day after hours and you say, okay, it's five o'clock. There's nobody here. We're going to go and let you go. And, uh, you know, we're sorry we had skits come to this. That doesn't admit blame or guilt on anybody. It's just, you know, it's just a personal, I feel bad that we've come to this point that we, we have to let you go. And you don't say anything more. If they say, for what reason? Say, look, we've given you multiple reasons in the past for it. You haven't corrected your behavior. That's it. We're done. I'm not saying anything more. Please go ahead and pack up. It's after hours. And get out in a nice way. Go ahead and pack up and be done. If they have key, if they have badge, if they have any confidential information, you say, okay, you got to turn that over and you do it within a reasonable time. So like, say they work from home, they should always, you should have it in your policy that they don't keep stuff at home. If they take work home, they bring it right back the next day. And if they have it at home, then it's in violation of the, of the rules. It could be a HIPAA violation. It could be a, you know, trade secret violation. It could be a, a confidential clause in the contract or something like that with another person. So you have to mandate that that stuff is under control. Now, if they have it and you can't, you can't guarantee they give you back, you know, your list of clients or patient lists or anything like that. If they still have that, you can't do anything about it other than sue them for it. And you don't know they have it until they use it for something. And then that's a, that would be a, a HIPAA violation. So you you got to be really careful about that too. So you want to make sure that you're not you know you you just let them know. Look, if you got any lists of information, if you have any of our personal equipment or anything at home, we want it back. We want it back in one week. If we don't have it back in one week, we're gonna have to sue you for it. And I don't want to do that. So bring it back. Here's the list of things that we are we're missing. Where are they? You know the laptop, the mouse that goes with it. The you know whatever doesn't matter keys to the building all that stuff so get your witness have have um you know make it cordial and get them out of there as soon as possible but don't don't say more than you need to there's no reason to inflame people just say look we know this has been coming you you know we're, we're paying a lot of money for you to be here and yet we're we we're continually not getting what we're paying for and I feel really bad that this is coming to this. It's not personal. It's business. And we have to let you go. Bye. That's it. But do it in person. Don't be a cheese ball and just, you know, call somebody and say, don't come in on Monday. You're fired. That's a wimpy way of doing it. You should always do it in person. At least this, this person is a human being. They at least deserve the respect to do it that way. That's my opinion anyways. I mean, there's nothing illegal about doing it over the phone. It's just it's just not good practice. Be If you're a business owner or you're a manager... You, you got to suck it up and do that. Your staff will not appreciate, the, the remaining staff will look at you as a cheese ball and you're a poor leader, whether they say it or not. It's just, it's, you know, be a good leader. Be a good role model for those that still are with you. That's my philosophy. All right. Another one that came up was, um, 
I didn't want to get into that one on the on line because it would have been a billion people giving their opinions, and to be perfectly blunt, some of it is opinion um, because it's not necessarily against the law. But some of the people are saying, "Oh no, you can just fire them. Don't worry about it. You can tell them exactly why." And, and I'm like, "No, you need to have your ducks in a row before you let somebody go, especially if you're worried about unemployment." So, so, so half of the advice was horrible. The other half was just eh, okay. So there's that one. Termination in a nutshell. Next one was Z-Doggy. Z-Doggy did another video. He does this video, and I watch some of them every now and then. The topic sounds good. And he was basically bashing the VA. And um, this leads me to government involvement in most of our lives. I am a huge, huge um, critic of our government, federal especially, but local and state as well. And I tend to uh, despise bureaucrats because they serve zero... Well, very little purpose. I won't say zero, but very little purpose. And yet they delude themselves into thinking that they're, you know, providing a, a service and that they're doing a job that's necessary. And in reality, if you were to just not be there tomorrow, for the most part, other than the economy hiccup that that would cause, most Americans would feel less pain. <laughs> and, and we wouldn't we wouldn't kill the earth and, and we wouldn't... Um, all die in the streets and, you know, all these things. And we'd still have, you know, f- you know, recreation and things like that, right? All these things that the government say are necessary. So Z-Dog does this post and it's a video blog of him bashing the VA. And, and I'm, I'm a fan of bashing the government, but when he was bashing the VA, he kind of, he, I think he missed the boat by a couple degrees, right? I mean, he, he shot over the bow. He didn't really shoot at the, at the actual target. He was bashing the, the whole VA, and I think it's like saying, as an American, I'm going to bash the military, right? The military sucks, you know, we shouldn't be over there fighting all these wars and this, that, and the other thing, and, and I think that's the wrong argument as well. That's the, This is my analogy. That's You're arguing with some staff sergeant in the, in the Army about why the government shouldn't be in some battle in Fallujah, for crying out loud, and this guy's like, dude, I'm just doing my day job, you know, I'm just, this is a paycheck for me, I'm just trying to do my best I can for my family. And so, you know, when you bash the all, the entire, the, the complete, then, then I think you, you're, you're missing the boat. I think it should be, let's bash the bureaucrats and lift up those that are trying to do the best they can in the rest of it. It's not the, it's not the nurses and the provider's fault that the bureaucrats and the VA, maybe you're uh, doing the wrong thing. I don't know. I don't know what the great answer is. Single payer is, is where we're headed, and that's kind of what's going to happen anyway. So I know, is the VA going to go away once single payer happens? Because in reality, there shouldn't be any difference. I don't know. I don't think it's going to go away anytime soon. I think once the once single payer happens in the next five to ten years, I have no idea when. I'm not a predictor of time. I'm just a predictor of events. I, I think single payer is going to happen. There's no not really any way to correct. We're too far gone down that path. And I think that what's going to happen is the VA ultimately will be absorbed into the single payer model. Um, it might be buckets of money that come from a different place, but I think that the services will be redundant at that point. And, um, you'll see that, that, um, you know, 20 years from now, 30 years from now, the VA won't be what it is today. It'll still be there, but I think it'll be a a financial arm of how to allocate funding rather than than actual hospitals and providers and things like that. That's just me. That's my my guess. That's my opinion. 
But that's a huge shakeup because the VA is huge and it's a huge government. And typically with government, when something's created, it never goes away. And not in our, our short history of our country in this new world, uncharted territory, nothing goes away. That's why when somebody says, oh, you're going to take away benefits for so-and-so, and I look and I laugh, and I'm like, no, they're not. They're going to just reallocate it from somewhere else. They're going to make it look like it on paper for a couple years, and then do it accounting for 10 years, and it's going to screw things up. And then they'll they'll change the law in the next six years when the next next Congress switches, and, and it'll get changed back the other way. And it'll be flip and flop and flip and flop, all while we're going down this awful road. Two lanes, same road. Does it matter which lane you're in? They're both going the same direction. It's like a highway. You've got a Republican lane and a Democrat lane, and they're both going 100 miles an hour towards a bridge that's about to fall down. That's that's my view of it anyways. So somebody else out there that thinks that there's a better alternative to how the VA is working, I'd love to hear it, how things go. I don't know. But the, the big argument that, that Dog had was this. And I don't, I don't think it's enough facts in the circumstances for the majority of the cases for them to really be able to, to um, critically analyze this, this situation. And here's why. And I'm, I want to bash because it's government. I want to bash. I do. But I don't think he can do it. The argument was that the um, one specific location of the VA came in, you know, at the bottom of the barrel, like literally last place of quality, core measures of, of, of how well they do. And the problem was, is that what they did with the, the administrators changed, the new administrator came in and said, look, we're going to just reallocate our resources so that if anything comes in that, that gives us a bad core measure, we're going to kick them out to the local hospital that they're affiliated with. And then they could deal with it. So if somebody's got a STEMI or they don't look like they're going to do well, we're going to get them out of here. And, and so the, the argument was it was purely for bureaucratic administrative reasons that an administrator was making decisions. Well, there was one guy, one physician, a surgeon, that said, no, we should keep this person here. And he got fired for speaking his mind. And everybody came to the defense of the surgeon, say, no, this guy's a good surgeon, he's a good provider, he shouldn't have gotten terminated, whatever. And so maybe he wouldn't, he shouldn't have, I don't know. I don't know the facts and circumstances. Is he really that good? Maybe he had, all I know is it's hard to get fired from the government. That's all I know. So there had to have been some justification, well documented, that maybe he was insubordinate on numerous occasions about things that were appropriate, and this was the final straw. I don't know. Maybe his good buddies came to his defense and he got 20 people of his closest friends to write letters and, you know, to, to contact Z-Dog about it. And, you know, so this guy's record looks great. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. And neither does Z-Dog. He just presumes he does because of the handful of things he heard. So that being said about the VA, if, if, if this guy really was doing stuff wrong, shouldn't he be fired? I don't know. I would expect it. It's really hard to get fired from from government. That's all I'm saying. So the premise that that the VA was 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 going from the bottom of the barrel up to about midway into the rankings because they were turfing people that were ca- causing their core measures to be uh, disfavored or poor favorable outcomes. And and then my question was this: Shouldn't they do that? What's so wrong with that? 
If I got somebody that comes to me in family practice and I look at them and say, look, I can't help you. You got to go to the right place. And that, that right place is over here at the local hospital or the local ER. Is, does that hurt my core measures? Is that the reason I'm doing it? I don't, you know, I don't know. Uh, if I have a raging diabetic that I can't get, get them to take it serious and get them under control, it, shouldn't I send them to an endocrinologist that can explain it better? That's the, that, What's the difference? Now, I get that right now those aren't core measures that I'm getting reimbursement on, but eventually that probably will happen. If I can't get somebody to lose weight and take their, their health seriously, shouldn't I be able to send them to a dietitian? I, I guess that that's this, the other flip side of this that I don't think was well analyzed. And I, I feel like it was a huge disservice to the VA. I really, I think that the VA does a decent job. The, the people that I know that work at the VA, the people that go to the local VAs, I've, I haven't had anybody complain to me about the VA. And I've had several patients that go to the VA. And they say, yeah, I go there for this. They're great there. Love them. Okay. Awesome. They care about me. Awesome. Uh, fantastic. And it, whether whether it gets paid for by a bucket that it, maybe I agree or disagree is a different animal. But but that my my patients I, I've had no one complain about the VA personally. I see a ton of stuff online though. I mean I, I, I'm sure it's out there. I'm sure it's there's a lot of bureaucracy and because people can't get terminated easily, it's hard to to uh, sometimes enforce people doing the right thing. But that's you know, like I say all the time, there's 10% or 15% of us are turds. You can't control that. Sorry, I turned my defrogger on, guys. It might get a little loud. Um, anyways, that was the Z-Dog thing and, and um, the VA thing. And so I, I just, I felt like, man, I want to talk about that. I don't think that was a really, uh, it, it didn't make me mad the way he did. I just, I thought he left a lot of room to discuss on the table. And, and and the other thing was is one of the comments I did see, and I don't read comments usually on stuff like that because you get you get stuck, man. You start listening and looking, and, and next thing you know, it's it, you you get typing comments, and then you get into a three-hour discussion with people you don't know on something that's not going to affect your life really, anyways. So this this one comment said, "Look, we're, we're heading toward core measures now. What what's the difference between the VA and any other hospital? If if there's a reason that you can get your core measures." Um, better, you're going to do it. And and now people are not getting care. I get that. But maybe that facility doesn't have the means at which to treat that individual. Like psych is a huge part of the VA. It's hard to find providers that want to go work there. So what do you do? I mean, you can only see so many people. I constantly see ads posted on on internets about psych practitioners working at the VA. They're always looking for people in my area. If you are psych and you are in need of a job, there's no reason you can't get a job, in, at least at the VA. Now, I'm sure they make it a pain in the ass to get hired because it's government. But but the problem is, is that the VA, um, I don't think, has necessarily the resources you think it does. Just because they got the money to be able to do a lot of this... They really don't have that much money in the reality. They get a budget too, just like a hospital. Now, do I think they could skinny it up? Yeah, most government entities can skinny up their budgets. Yeah, that's really crappy out. Sorry. 
icy, it's snowing, and it's like uh, 10 degrees. So it's lower than the ice melter works. Scary. I left plenty early, guys. I'm not speeding. That's it. Not speeding. All right. I don't even know where we are. What's our time frame? I don't even know. Let me look. I'm looking. Sorry. Driving, looking. 27 minutes. Um, do we want to do another one? I don't think so. 27 is good. So, um, anyways, VA is a, I like the VA. I think they provide a good service if um, the budgeting is was done better, I think. I don't know. I just, I, I, the, my patients seem to like them. So, and I think the providers that work there do the best they can. And I think that the, you know, I, I know several nurses that went to work at the VA and they were excellent nurses. And I trust that they're doing a great job. They just want the pennies. The pay, I guess, isn't that great, but the benefits are fantastic. So why wouldn't you want to better your personal life? Go do it. I wouldn't hesitate to work for the VA if it was if the deal was right. I think it'd be sometimes frustrating watching the resources being allocated, maybe in the in a wasteful way. But um, you know, you're still providing a service. You can still help the patients that walk through the door to see you. And if it's outside of your scope, you got to turf them anyways. Anyways, guys, I want to hear from you. I want to know what your perspective is. If you work at the VA and you you want to you know retort back to Z Dog, use me as a platform. I don't get a huge audience like him, but uh, I wouldn't hesitate to read your email about uh, your experiences working at the VA and um, whether you see waste, fraud, and abuse. I just did that one through Medicare. It was a great, great training. Um, if you see that um, in the VA, I would love to hear from you. Or if you don't see it, I'd still love to hear from you. Email me, jeff at the npdude.com. If you guys have any questions, legal or otherwise, send them to me. I want to hear from you. I want to know what's going on. Having a blast doing this. 5,000 is our next number. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. I might even shorten it up. It just depends on how things are going. We're stagnant right now because of the new year. But I, I anticipate by summertime we're going to be rocking and rolling. And um, I just need your help, though. That's the only way thing. This only thing and the only way we're going to get this done is that I need you guys to help me. If you guys don't help, then I it's it speaks volumes that this isn't valuable and uh, and it, not that I might end it, but I just I'm not going to put as much energy because I don't make any money doing this. I'm really doing this just to help coalesce and also uh, to uh, get some some good knowledge that I have in my head out there for people that want to benefit from that for free. All right there you go. All right, guys, if you're working. And then you're working in Northeast Ohio, be careful. It's slippery out there. Be safe. Be smart. We'll talk soon.